is the Quarantine 114 Podcast with Mike Allen and Sister Ortega. Welcome back to episode six of the Quarantine 114 Podcast with Mike and Six. I'm Mike Allen. got my cold Six to Ortega with me. What's going on, Six? Not much. Just trying to be busy, trying to do busy work, stay positive. How are you doing, Mike? I'm chilling, man. So... We've been, we've been, what we've been doing with this is interviewing our different classmates, man. So with this being the last episode before our big one, I guess we, you can say we say the best for last. Yes, we, got a goat, we got a goat on the line with us, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. R&B singer. We, got, we even got you some intro music, man. Hey. On the dead homies. On the dead homies. Mr. C.K. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Man, slow, slow motion. What's going on? Hey, man, we appreciate you stopping by, man. Like I said, we got we, we say the best for last. You, you the last guest before we do the big the big bang. Man. Okay, that's what's up. So what we doing, man? Just uh, tell everybody who you are, uh, where they can find you, and then what's the end game uh, OMS for you? Uh, I'm CK. Uh. uh Um, you can find me on, uh, as far as music wise, you can find me on, uh, Facebook at Suave the Singer. That's Suave D8 Singer. Um, you can go to, like, check me out at, uh, man, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm tired. Y'all gotta forgive me. We got, um. We got uh, Lot Boy Face twelve oh five on Instagram, and the uh, music promotion and management page is twelve oh five Music Group, and music is spelled M U Z I K. So twelve oh five M U Z I K Group. Gotcha. So what's the uh, with OMS? Like I said, we know each other since like January. What's what's the end game for you after OMS? Like like what you want to accomplish afterwards? Like what's what's the end game? The end game, I guess, would be like I'm just trying to be successful in whatever uh, I decide to do. Right now, when I first started, it was it was more of the uh, sports and and news broadcast or radio radio broadcasting, and um, it, it kind of changed as things go by because there's new stuff they're teaching you, new stuff you're learning, you're becoming better and better at certain things. So. The end game, I guess, what I would have to say is wherever God leads me to, I, I'm gonna take take my take full advantage of whatever God leads me to, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go from there with that. For sure, for sure. And like I said, with that being said, I did notice. Like I said, I went there for sports, and I was I started noticing, man. You know, you picked up that camera, man. I was like, you know, we started the white balance, right? And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Focus in, you know, it started to be pretty cool. So, but yeah, that's definitely where it's at, mm-hmm. man. What you got for him, Six? So, CK, uh, cool question. Like, from what we've done with OMS so far, like, different projects, what's one of uh, your favorite ones that we've done so far? That's Six, the Presidente. Um, <laughs> I think, for me, the, the – the, the, all of the editing, all of the, like, the editing and, and uh, commercials and – Giving, making up the radio shows and stuff. I that that right there just that's 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 been like 
the best for me. Like I, I guess I feel the most comfortable in the studio doing what I do. My one two. Right, right. I also wanted to mention that your uh, concert spots were on point, bro. Sounds like day one, man. Yeah, I, I, I like doing those. I like doing the commercials. I like doing the liners and the sweeps. Anything that's inside the studio. <clears throat> and and actually, and the camera. You know, the camera. Yeah. Anything doing those, I'm I'm all for it. I'm like, I'm... I guess they just, that's the, the stuff that really captures my attention. Um, what we're doing right now with, with Gus, I, I dug that so so much. I wish I, I wish I, I could just snag it up right, just right then and there and just do it right then and there. But, you know, it, it takes time. And, right. But I, 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 um, I'm digging that too. So I'm, hopefully I, I grasp that just the way I grasp the rest of the stuff and, and knock it out. That's what's up. Like one thing I noticed, man, like cause we started in January, you started in January too, but you came a couple of days after mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying we started getting down. So I just noticed Yeah. I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? We learned something like it took us like three weeks to get something down. He in the studio just cooking. And I, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I had to like, it was it was a pleasure to work with you two days ago. We was in there twenty minutes and you know what I'm saying, one shot, one kill, we was out of there. And I'm just yeah, like, we was going. Like, like the way he edits stuff down, man, it's just crazy. That's why, I, like, I know you got a music background. We'll get into that in a second. But like the editing part of it, man, have you always just been comfortable with that, or you just, I mean, it's like a gift from God for real. Because I'm just like, I'm in yeah, it, it, It's only God because I ain't, I ain't never sat behind the boards, even in music. I ain't never sat behind the boards. I've always, I've always been just behind the microphone. So to be, you know, once, once. Once, once, once Tommy sat me in there with the one, I can't think of the guy's name, but he sat me in there with him. He said, this the format uh, is, is kind of hard, but I'm like, shit, that shit look easier than the goddamn regular lawnmower spot. Shit, let me get this done. <laughs> shit. I, and I, when, I, when I finished it, I took it, I mean, I ran straight in there to Tommy. Yo, before you leave, check this out. He heard it and Tommy was like, I can't believe one shot and this can go on the radio. And I'm like, really? Like, I, it, this has always been the hardest thing for people to do was a concert spot. He's like, how long did you do on it? I said, I like when you sat me in there until now. He's like, I sat you in there like about 15, 20 minutes ago. Like, it usually takes people like maybe a day or so. I'm like, I don't know. It just seems so easy. You know, I don't know. I, I that, like you say that was a gift from God. Because I mean, it it was only God that to make to give me that talent to just go in there and knock it out on the first try, fifteen twenty minutes done, and it was good enough. Where he said it's good enough to be on the radio right in here. That's what's up, man. Like I said, I, one one thing I like to do is like when we do our uh, like last last block we had the uh, the radio spot, the radio uh, voice tracking or whatever. Now I'm good at free. I freestyle that whole thing. You know, I'm not good at writing stuff down and having to read it. I don't want it to sound like I'm reading it. So what well, I can think of something in my head and just go, and then you know, just just split it up. So my I guess are you are you better at, like freestyling things or because like I said, everything you everything your concert spots was pretty much yours. Like I know that the music you were using was yours. Are you better at freestyling or are you better at just writing stuff down and putting pen and paper and then you know what I'm saying like coming up with a plan. Every last one of them concert spots that you, you've heard me do, except for the very first one, 
were all freestyle off the top of the head. Like even the ones that I did for uh, Ricky, uh, where he had me doing the extra credit for like the doobop and all that. Yep, yep. I didn't I didn't write no script out for that shit. I I listened to the songs, which I I chose artists that I I already knew. Like I listened to everything. Like so I chose artists that I that I knew or at least majority knew about. And I freestyle that shit because I, I can't sit there. I don't like sitting there reading. I was I I noticed that when I was when I did the very first concert spot. And I'm reading. I'm like, this shit is hell to try to read. Like fuck this shit. Let me just go off what I know. So that's how that was. I freestyle too. And, that, and that's what it was with me, man. I was just like, look, man. He he gave us his paper and told us to write down the script. So I just wrote down a song. I was like, man, after script, man. I'm just gonna go in there and rock out. Like I say, and it it, it's, it takes less time for me. Cause I write it down, I'm reading it, I mess up a word, I'm like, damn, I gotta go back, I gotta go back, and then you know what I'm saying, you write it down, I don't sound right. So I'm like, man, I'm about to just go in there, you know what I'm saying, turn the mic on, and boom, we gone. You know what I'm saying? That make it easier for me. So how about you, Six? Like, uh, when you going in there, you like to write stuff down, or? I do a combination of both. I, I uh, Depending on what it is, especially like if it involves like, if it's longer than a minute, I'll probably write uh, down, down like bits and pieces, but if it is like a 30 second spot, I can like just go. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, CK man. So we like I said we ain't gonna hold you long, man. I am interested, like like I said, man. With you being the OG of the class, we know you got the music background, things like that. So when you got started to now, man, like I know you said you signed your, your first deal. You know, what I'm saying it ain't work out. But if you take control of everything, honestly, I respect about it. Like you just you control your own destiny, pretty much right now. How did that? What, what was the difference between then and now, as far as you getting started, and then where you at now? Well, one one of the main things I tell people in, in like all the radio, all the radio interviews I've ever done, I let them know like I, I'm I'm the son of a famous gospel singer from back in the day. So it's like it's like back then, it, uh, she was molding me because she saw that I, I like music. She was the one who actually told me you don't want to go to the industry. It's, it's a dirty game. You don't want to go. She like, it might have been gospel, but it's still dirty, and I know it. So, I like I said, I started at 11. Uh, I was the youngest rapper in the, in the rap group of, of basically all grown teenagers and adults. So, when the group disbanded by the time I was 12, I got signed to Relativity. And... Uh, but they weren't looking for a kid group. They weren't, I mean, they weren't looking for a kid. They, they was looking for a group. And our group disbanded, so it, it kind of threw a monkey wrench in the program. But Big Chief, the leader of the group, he kept pushing us, like, you know, uh, hey, get with him, get with him. He, he the truth. He young, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, they, they took a chance, but they didn't really take the chance, chance. They just, they signed me. I was on the shelf. My manager, my mom was like, after a year, they like, why ain't we heard nothing from you? Why you ain't been on the radio? Why you ain't been back to California? Why you ain't done this? Why you done that? I said, I don't know. So she called Big Chief, which Big Chief was the leader of the group. Big Chief and uh, my manager, they they got the tickets together. We flew back out to Cali. They asked them why they heard anything and whatever. It's like, well, technically, we wanted a group. Uh, which 3-6 Mafia won that battle because our group disbanded. Um, so it was like, whatever. So after that, I didn't want to be signed to nobody else no more because to me, you just, you just want to make some, you want somebody's music, but you don't want to 
you do what you got to do to get it out there for them, you know, especially if you're a kid. So I started doing uh, little, little, little companies of my own, like Big Man Productions. Um, then it went to Fat Face Records. Um, then I then like with all of my background that I had of of traveling the U.S. doing music. Uh, my brother and my uncle they started a label, and they was like, "We want you to be the CEO." I'm like, "I'm the artist." They like, "No, we want you to be the CEO." So to this day, I'm still the CEO of Bad Blood Entertainment, and. I, I, after after bad blood, lightweight started. We started withering, doing our own thing. Uh, I, I went and did twelve oh five music promotions and management. And I started helping all the local talent in the city, like a lot of the youth. But there's a stipulation. If I help you, the stipulation is you can't sound like Atlanta, nigga, because you ain't from Atlanta. If you ain't born and raised in Atlanta, and your ass up here in Cleveland, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. That shit is terrible. So, examples that I give them is I give them Young Ray, uh, Ray Jr. I give him Pooh Gutter. I give him uh, even Fat Al, and he corny, but he still has his own style. And ain't and ain't Atlanta, you know. Or I tell him Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs and Harmony set the trend for what Cleveland music, the rap music, is. So even if you decided to jock them. They can't say they'd be like, man, shit, that's that Cleveland style. So I'm you know, that's that's cool. But you going out there and you sounding like NBA Youngboy and fucking Future and the She Goes and all that other bullshit. You you just they gonna be like, man, you you copycatting and the industry, they if if the industry wants you, they want you because you the next big thing. They don't want you because you sound like so and so. You know what I'm saying? So my journey, my journey has been independent, and I loved it. Like because getting with a management crew, I've had several managers because I've had legal issues, and that that always took me away from one. And when I got back, I started with another. But I always picked the right people. It seemed like because they always had me on tours. I was getting paid five to ten thousand, depending on where, what, where, what city I'm at, what tour at, what the venue was. So you know, when I started backing away from doing tours and stuff because I've decided I, I want to do something different than just continually do music. Um, I, 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 uh, I just started helping the youth. So, and then my, like I say, my brother, he went to OMS and now he was like, you need to go there too. So I said, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna go there. And it's been a wonderful experience meeting new people, meeting you guys, meeting the rest of our classmates, even the classes that they came before and after us, meeting them people. It's been a wonderful experience, and I hope that God keep blessing us all to maintain and, and further uh, grow into where we want to go in our future ventures and endeavors. Appreciate that, man. But you so you, you said one thing and shout out to uh, Ray Jr. You know you just had that movie come out. Uh, you mentioned that name. That's uh, that stick with me. With the, uh, the the music today, I know you hate it so much, man. That's good. I, I I watched you the first time we had like an award ceremony, and then they they played somebody's song, and CK was in there just squirming, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. CK back there like wigging out. I mean, like you could just see his mind spinning, and then he just was like he was like, man, that's trash. He was like, you probably a good lyric, you you a good artist, man, but that's trash. Just because you don't say you bit the, I'm just like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I do got one more question for you. Like, 
I'm a hard critiquer when it comes to this new shit. Just like with little homie in our last block did his, his a radio show. Wonderful radio show. The way he put it together, the way he the way he 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 spoke and everything. Wonderful. Your music was garbage. That shit was terrible. Right. I, and I mean I told him, I mean, you know, yeah. you the person, wonderful. You the show, wonderful. That music sucks. Straight up. So what we got any more questions for him? Six, I got, I got one more for him. You go ahead. Huh? All right, when you uh like I know you you was on tour because it's always interests me like about about uh, music in, in general. Take mm -hmm. me through like a day start to finish of a performance. Like you about to, you about to go on stage. Like your show starts at seven o'clock. Take me through the time you get up to the time the show is over. Like sound check all that stuff. Like what goes into that, man? Nice, man. Always, always that 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 part of it interests me for real. Like I don't know why. You, I don't know what goes into it. You wake up early as fuck. <laughs> and by you, and by you, me, by me not being the superstar, I'm just a local nigga out of Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, New Orleans, Louisiana. So you, you, you got to get up early as fuck. So me, I was getting up. They would come knock on the door five in the morning. Man, what? Oh, they said get downstairs to that van. I mean, you know, the tour van or to the tour bus. Nick, get your ass down there. Shit. All right. Get downstairs, me and the other whoever local talent it is or, or up and coming talent that it is on uh, the label or whatever, we the first ones down there because we're not the main act. We're we're the we're the openers. And in that sense, you gotta think, you gotta work harder because them people don't know who the fuck you is and they don't get really for real for it, they don't give a fuck to know who the fuck you is. So you gotta get up, you gotta go to sound check early in the morning. Uh, I'm gonna give you the best best example I ever did was uh, for the past few years I stopped I think I stopped um, what's this 2020 I yeah. stopped going and sent my artist in 2018 to the Fourth of July uh, bang out in Philly with State Property Benny Siegel and them I was doing that for years so. We would we would get there. They put us in the hotel. They would come get us like four five in the morning, take us over to the venue. Most most of the time, the venue, uh, the first time was in the seventy sixers arena. So we was in there, and I'm just I'm rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. I'm like this show guys I got to perform to the best because first of all, I'm the only singer on this show. I'm rapping too, but I'm the only singer. That was the main thing I was promoting was the singing. Everybody else that come, they rappers. I'm like, they can easily get by just jumping around the crowd and everything. But a singer, so, you know, these slow songs, you just rocking back and forth, whatever, sitting on the stool, whatever, whatever. I said, I got to bang it out and I got to make, I got to make them feel me. So I didn't leave out of there from rehearsal from like five in the morning, six in the morning until at almost damn near time to fucking hit the stage. I took up so much time and the people didn't, the, the other opening acts didn't mind because they was like, you're singing. We, we understand. You don't want to miss a note with, with what you're doing. I, I would leave there from five, six in the morning. I wouldn't leave there until like four, five, six in the evening. Go back to the hotel, take a shower, no naps, take a shower, pick out my outfit, get dressed, get back on the tour bus, get back on the tour van, get back to the arena, get in the back, get the itinerary, what time we starting, uh, how many songs 
they decided to break it down to do and and then from there get on get 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 to the damn stage and knock it out and then the other other word we was in parks so uh they wouldn't give us but x amount of time to rehearse in the parks damn at five o'clock in the morning for a seven o'clock spot yeah that's crazy what you got for him six yeah i just uh wanted to ask you kate how if you had any like um like crazy stories while performing or afterwards like at an after party or something like that um, I think the craziest story that I got as far as when I was on tour was I used to, I used to always think like when I start, when I switched from uh, rapping to more, more singing, mm-hmm. I always thought it was a myth about when they used to say people throw draws and all that shit on stage. I was like, man, ain't nobody throwing no damn draws and no shit like that on <laughs> no damn stage. So. We hit the stage. I started singing, and when they got into the, to, to, I came up on the stage. I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute, they were serious. I'm like, oh shit, they were serious. And I mean, it's the Uh, it, it, it's it's real when they tell you that them people get to tell because Wait, can you hear me? Did you cut out you? In the eyes, in the eyes, and they see that you are on stage, huh? You cut. You was cutting out. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Y'all hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you, but it's a little bit like choppy. Or I don't know if that's just from my end. Yeah, that one was getting good. We'll I'm get saying. Him, we'll get him back in here. Man, 5 o'clock in the morning for a 7 o'clock spot, man. It's a whole day right there, man. Like me, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know why that always interests me. I just always was curious, like what goes into it, because I know they don't just hop off the bus and just go right to stage, right? You know, all the prep work you gotta do and shit, right? There you go. Uh, are right, you back? Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, uh, y'all can hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah uh, the other, the other story is like. Believe when they say they get back, they get back there to the hotel rooms because if at first you were no, you were nobody, but then when you, when you didn't rock the show, and they see you on stage with the superstars now, and they eyes you a superstar because evidently they did something about you that you didn't got to the to do the show with these people. They get to the hotel room, they knock on them doors, and like. When I was younger traveling, oh yeah, I, I, I was just as bad as they was. But then, you know, the AIDS and shit started hitting harder. I, I quit doing that shit. So it was like, once I go on the road and, and the motherfucker get to my door now, like, I'll be like, I ain't opening that shit because I know what the fuck it is. Like, because the managers, 
the managers and other artists, they will call you like, yo, we coming up to the room to holler at you, blah, blah, blah. Everybody called me, told, told nobody. Like, like I used to always tell my brothers, like, yo, when we go on the road, don't open that door. They be like, shit, nigga, you had fun when you was a kid, nigga. We gonna have fun too. <laughs> like, hey, do all right, do what you do. Just be careful, cause hey, sometimes them motherfuckers they doing more than just uh coming up there to fuck you. They coming up there to rob your ass. Yeah, that's so a, that's crazy. That's even crazy in itself. It's 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 a lot of stories though, man, and 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 I mean, shit. They they all they all they all funny stories to me. They good stories, you know. But you know, you get you get to a point where you be like, you know what? Yeah, I ain't on that shit no more. So I let everybody work out until they get tired of doing what they doing, and then you know, then it's time to you know sit down, chill out, you know, and start and start figuring out what's your next move in the game like i tell i tell my artists now like y'all niggas don't want to get in the game i'm telling you you don't want to you don't you do not want to get into the game meaning you don't want to be sad to no to no label because you don't you don't make money they rape the shit out of people if you want to get in the game you better tell me you want to and, and and take it from there because if you ain't getting a distribution deal, then you getting no. Artists that's on that's on the label, they ain't making no money until they get until they get on tour, and they start getting uh, they start getting side shows. Them niggas ain't got money. That shit rented and fake. Most of that shit, like jury and shit, be fake in them videos. A lot of them, them cars and shit ain't nothing but rented. That shit ain't theirs. But they have to sell a dream to, 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 the, to the other people who want to become artists. So the labels make them sell a dream. And that dream is, this is what you can have. But then what they don't tell you is you can only have it is if y'all ask the boss. You ain't really having that shit if you ain't no damn boss. So, I mean, it is what it is. CK, yeah. man, you the GOAT. Man, y'all the GOATs, too. We all GOATs. We appreciate you for pulling up, man. <laughs> you been to let them know where they can and, find you one more time. And six, and six stars, the president. Yeah, six the president, man. I got you. <laughs> oh, we got everybody up in here. Uh, uh, Facebook is uh, Suave, Suave the Singer. That's five D A singer. Uh, then you got a twelve oh five music group on Instagram. That's twelve oh five M U Z I K group. Lot boy face face is P H A C E twelve oh five Instagram. Cool. You've been listening to, to the sixth episode of the Quarantine One Fourteen podcast. I'm making six. We just talked to C K. And uh, this was our last guest before our, our big uh, quarantine party to end our short uh, quarantine podcast. So we're gonna have everybody here. We're gonna rock out. I gotta, I gotta throw in there one last, one last thing though. One, one last thing. You want me, right? One, one last thing. 2000, 2009, 2011, Scene Magazine and uh, True Tales Magazine. 
labeled R&B King of Cleveland. You got hey. Yep. Scene Magazine and uh, True Tales Magazine. When we get back to the schoolhouse, I want to see it. Let me. I, I want to read. I want to read the article. I yep. need to find it because we done moved so many times. Hell, I don't know what it, I gotta find, try to find it. Definitely. So y'all listen to Quarantine One Fourteen, Mike and Six. For Six, I'm Mike, and then we'll holler at y'all next week. Hey, right, take care.